Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good afternoon, welcome to the Punters, mate. It's Friday the 17th of November 2023. Introducing, of course, my offsider every single week on the Punters, mate. Great to have him on board. As usual, Sammy Highland. Hello, Chris What? Well, couple weeks all over for another year. How did you uh, how did you wind up or finish up in the last day? It was some pretty big racing, wasn't it? Three yeah, good ones. I, I must say, uh, Oaks Day was good to me, yeah. but uh, apart from that, I was, uh, yeah, I was cast. I was, I struggled on the punt, cup week, but cup, uh, Oaks Day was 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 okay. But uh, yeah, geez, it's uh, it was a good day, good good day of racing. The last day, I think it's, um, you know, they've tinkered with it and and uh, trying to spruce it up. I I don't think the mile and the two thousand meter race work together at all. I mean, it's complete madness in my opinion, but. Um, Do you think Derby Day's lost a bit of luster with oh, these changes? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's it's Derby Day was just the cream, wasn't yeah. it? It was just the greatest race day, and and now we've you know we've taken away from Derby Day to to spruce up the last day. And yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of it at all. But I am I am old school, and um, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's been a bit, bit few changes going on down there, down south. Uh, Chris, oh, how's yes. in there? Um, the, the voting. The voting has stopped. Yeah, for the All-Star. On, on the All-Star Mile. Now, yeah. we had thousands and thousands and thousands of people voting on these horses, right? But and it was all about fan engagement, but now we're not doing it. I don't understand. Because I'll tell you why. Because it was all lies. It was all it was all <laughs> a lot of garbage. There was not, not 8,000 people ringing up and voting for horses. I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable, isn't it? It's... it's you know that race, it has been an absolute just bag of mixed lollies the whole time, hasn't it? You know, I mean, it's – and all it's done is take away from uh, the – Australian Cup. Australian Cup, yep. you know. I mean, why, why don't I put the money into the Australian Cup? It has great history, the Australian Cup. It's it's a great race, and and all it's done is they've tried and spruce up this new race. It's it's just a nothing. It well, is it's a complete all, nothing. And, it's all and part Cam, of the wars. Luke, Cam Luke made a really good point. He said it'll be a slot race. It'll turn into a slot race. And I mean, isn't yeah. that the um, isn't that the, the flavor? Flavor exactly. Yeah. Slot racing. I mean, it's it, I, I don't know anyone that that says to me, and I, I'm a horse racing person, and I and I talk to horse racing people, and I. I don't know anyone that says, oh, isn't this slot racing great idea? And isn't it bringing so many more customers? I mean, you know what? Just keep it simple. Keep it simple. It is what it is, you know? Well, and it, it's, uh, oh, I, I, I tell you, I... It's all semi-part of this era that we're living in at the moment for racing where we've had these wars between New South Wales and Victoria where we've got slot racing. The All-Star... If, if New South Wales hadn't have come up with a few races such as Everest, we probably wouldn't have an All-Star mile. Wouldn't even happen. Exactly. Um, and I mentioned last week we have these races like Big Dance, Little Dance, Barn Dance. I mean, we're, I don't know where we're going to be in 10 years' time with all these races. Whether they're sustainable or not uh, remains to be seen. But uh, and that's the reason for them also. I, and I was thinking the other day, Melbourne Cup Day is a great day as we know. It's a, it's a fantastic day of racing. But if you take the cup out of the equation, the rest oh. of the races are very, very average. Wow, way. What if we went back to, to eight races on Melbourne Cup Day and just – Focus solely well, on the uh, cup. Uh, the the news is this week that we're going to go to ten. We're no. going to go to ten because the turnover's down. So, 
this is this is, this is another interesting point. You know, where we have to say, imagine what you could be buying instead, and and what are you really gambling with? But then we're putting on another race. On. We're putting on another race. Is, is is it really? I mean, doesn't seem to add up. It it does it does it. And yeah, I I uh, gee whiz, it's it's. I don't what, think I don't think um, it's doing anything for the sport. What about sport. tomorrow? Anything positive for the sport, anyway. We've got the thousand guineas being run tomorrow, and we've got the Rupert Clark. I did have a look at the field in the Rupert Clark. I would suggest it's not really a Group One field. It's not a Group One race. No. It's you know it's always been a soft Group One race anyway. The the Sir Rupert Clark, but yeah, I can't I can't say that. Uh, and you know. Uh, what, what's it all about? Is it, dra- you know, having the thousand guineas this week doesn't make sense. And what are we, what are we trying to have another bite at the cherry? I, well, I'm not sure. thousand guineas was a stepping stone into the Wakeful. Exactly. And then, it's, then into the Oaks. Exactly. Now it's just at the end there, stuck there. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't agree with it myself. And um, it's, uh, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what spin comes out of it? Why it's these are all good ideas? Because um, yeah, the voting the voting gets me. That was that was gonna get everyone involved, and it did. Thousands and thousands of people voting, and now we're not doing it. And you know what? It's you just go what? What's going on here? Well, something that is positive, Sammy, and we don't get it wrong up here in Queensland because the summer carnival kicks off tomorrow at the Sunshine Coast, and we've got two months of outstanding racing coming up, which hasn't been tinkered with which hasn't been changed. Any changes are always positive. So looking forward to the next two months, uh, culminating, of course, on Magic Millions Day in mid-January. But a uh, big day at the sunny coast tomorrow, Mooloola Bar Cup and the Swiss Ace Plate. I know a lot of people have trouble saying that word, Mooloola Bar. And I was mentioning this morning to um, to somebody uh, that uh, I remember watching an episode of The Amazing Race. You remember that show? Yes. I used to yes. like watching that, The Amazing Race. And they uh, they came to Australia they went to Australia and Brisbane, and then they went to the Sunshine Coast, and they, they went to the aquarium at Mooloolaba. Oh, really? Mooloolaba. <laughs> so if you can't pronounce Mooloolaba, you're not the only one. So, yeah, good. Yeah, Mooloolaba Cup and the Swiss Ace Plate have drawn good fields uh, for this part of the carnival, this early stage of the carnival. Prince of Boom and Zoo style going around uh, in the Swiss Ace, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to the day tomorrow. We have to keep an eye on the weather, though, tonight, Sammy, because uh, they have been predicting showers and storms for the last two days and nothing's happened. Uh, Maybe don't, a little and don't we need it, Chris? Well, oh, my, my lawn is... Uh, it's very hard it, to keep them green, it, isn't it? It needs a drink. Yeah. It needs a drink. And the whole garden, it's been... It's, you know, it's really... The last couple of days has been really hot, hasn't I'd be it? quite happy to see 100 mils of rain fall everywhere but at the Sunshine yeah. Coast racetrack because <laughs> I want that to be dry. And... Uh, you know, history tells us that the sunny coast can have a bit of bad oh, luck geez. with rain the night before, yeah. can't they? It's a bit like the old VFL Park Waverley. <laughs> it's going to rain anywhere. It's going to rain there. So <laughs> we will see what happens. Uh, some some great news uh, out of the week. Last Friday night, of course, we saw Michael Rod return to the winner's list when he rode Anemacore, uh, who's a very smart horse, uh, for Sean Dwyer to victory at the Sunshine Coast. And uh, great to see Michael back. I mean, he's... His issues have been well documented with uh, the brain issues and those, and he's come through a lot. It's been a couple of years since he's ridden. Uh, he's not really doing any interviews. All he's doing is the post-race stuff when he rides a winner. So hopefully he does a lot of those because that'll mean he's riding a lot of winners. But uh, it's just great to see a champion jockey back. Yeah, fantastic. He's uh, an outstanding jockey. He's got uh, obviously ridden uh, so many big winners. Uh, he was Lloyd Williams's jockey for 
for a period there and uh, he was so successful down in Melbourne. But anywhere he's gone, he's been successful, Michael Rod, and uh, he's a great fella with it. So yeah. uh, it's great to see him. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that uh, getting that first winner on the board give him a real buzz. And you know, well, he got a, one midweek too. So It's a long time between drinks, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, it's, a, it's a big thing to be able to come back from, obviously, uh, the issues that he's had. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he wrote another one during the week, and uh, certainly his confidence will just grow with every winner, and uh, he'll be a major force during the uh, the summer carnival. That ride on Efficient in the Derby, I can't yeah. tell how many times I've watched that. That yeah. was one of the best rides I've ever seen. I know everything worked out, but, gee, it was good. Now, the Gold Coast Turf Club, they'll be back on the turf. On the 9th of December, there's seven races scheduled to be run on the new turf surface on the 9th of December. So we are not far away. And we're going to actually talk to the Gold Coast Turf Club racing manager, Ian Brown, later in the show. He's going to fill us in on all the details there. So we'll have a chat to uh, Brownie later on. Now, you spoke about slot racing before, Sammy. I don't know if you'd caught up with this news, but you would know that the Gateway, which is run during the summer carnival, is an automatic or a golden ticket into the Stradbroke Handicap. Okay. Okay. And so last year, I think it was TikTok Queen that won the race. And Antino was the short price favourite. And Tony Gollum was desperate to get Antino into the Stradbroke. Well, TikTok Queen got in. Uh, this year, the owners have the option of going with another horse. Okay. So let's say you own TikTok Queen and you've won the gateway. Yep. You might say, oh, I don't want to run TikTok Queen there. We're going to choose Antino as our horse. Okay. So the owners or connections can treat it as a slot. They can run their own horse or they can do a deal with another with another bunch of owners to run another horse in the race. Right. So that's interesting. Mm. That's an interesting uh, innovation for the Gateway, which is coming up uh, later in the year in the uh, Summer Carnival. Uh, Barry Baldwin, legendary trainer, terrific bloke, really nice guy. He's going to hang up the... Uh, what do you call? He's not the not the boots, not the silks, the binoculars. The binoculars. The binoculars. H- hang up, hang up the uh, the the hat and the, the yeah. binoculars. Uh, At the end of the month, Barry doesn't wear a hat, does he? But uh, no. definitely uh, used to have uh, some binoculars, that's for sure. And I got to know Barry back in the day in uh, Macau in my time in Macau. He was the leading trainer in in Macau, and uh, yeah, he was uh, he was very successful over there. And uh, I remember Grubby and I going to. Barry's uh, apartment. He had an apartment right just where the bridge came over uh, to to um, to and uh, he had a beautiful apartment. We went back at there for breakfast one morning, and I've never seen so many eggs and bacon in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good man, Barry, and, and a great trainer. Uh, yeah. He's uh, and and so well liked, you know. Out of uh, he's just always happy go lucky. He's a fantastic horseman and. And he's been a uh, success right the way through his career. He's done a super job. And, yeah, uh, yeah it was, um, you know, even back then, I would have imagined that it uh, wouldn't have been easy to, to leave Brisbane and, and go to, to Macau, um, you know, at at his age and fit in with how, you know, um, how different the racing is over there. And he took it to it like a duck to water and uh, and he was so successful over there. Yeah, uh, we'll have to get Barry on the show uh, once we get to uh, December. He finishes up at the end of this month. He's going to do some work around the stables with Chris Anderson, just okay. to offer a bit of knowledge there for Chris. And that certainly won't go astray. Chris will lap that up. Uh, Barry will be a great person to have around the stables. Now, Barry's favourite horse or best horse, he says, was La Montagna, who won of Stradbroke, of course. I've gone back through the archives. Love a bit of Wayne Wilson, as I know you do, Sammy. Yes. 
and dugout La Montagna winning the 2006 BTC Classic. So we'll hear this from the home turn, and I think Wayne was pretty impressed with this win as well. Straightening up now, Gricardo in front of Century Serb. Century Serb's off the rails at the right time, coming after Gricardo. Fabiano running third, then Sequestrate. Pasacatera down the outside, Denmark. La Montagna's a long way off them. Century Serb surges to the lead, 100 metres to go. Pasacatera and La Montagna. La Montagna from the clouds. Holy Toledo, what a run. La Montagna has gunned them down to score. Century Serb second. Not too sure about third. Pasigatera is up there in company with Fabiana. I'm flabbergasted by that finishing burst. Diamonds on the inside next. Then Denmark at Billy Ripper. Further back came Bullmore, Rumbird, Teletrader, Moonlight Shadow, Sequestrate, Teroshenko. Are there any more? Holdy Lover and Stella Joy. Have you ever seen a win like that? Have you ever seen a win like that? And significant that she's done it on Doomben Cup Day because that finishing burst is reminiscent of the great Burnborough. Number 14 is the winner, La Montagna, ridden by Scott Galloway, trained by Barry Baldwin. An unbelievable performance. 17 years ago, Sammy. Wow, wait. 17 years ago. That was uh, exciting stuff. And uh, as I said, she went on to win a, a Stradbroke handicap. Uh, last Saturday at uh, Doombin, of course, we had the running of the Keith Nowd. It was the feature. Uh, Rob Heathcote landed the winner here with Extremist. She's a ripping little mare. She she did a great job. She sat outside the favourite Sarastro. Uh, they paired out a long way from home and they beat home steady ready by uh, a length or so and Gee, she was just a little bit too strong. Zarastro may have been a run short, but Extremis, with that run under the belt, was just a little bit, as I said, too tough late. But she breezed. She did it tough. So two horses that will feature strongly during the uh, the summer carnival. Just on Rob Heathcote, I was reading here, Sammy. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, he's overseas. He lives, he? A, he lives a life, Good Rob on Heathcote, him. doesn't Good he? Good on him. While Extremis was winning at Doombin, uh, he was on his way to a Mexican golf holiday. Uh, he was walking down Rodeo Drive, <laughs> doing some shopping, uh, amongst other things. Uh, he, legend. he was strolling down Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills before heading back to his accommodation to watch Impressive Mare Extremist become a stakes winner, half a world away at Doombin. What so, a legend. I know. If you can do it, good luck to you. So good well done to Rob Heathcote. He puts in the hard yards, so he deserves the results. So well done, Rob. Uh, let's have a chat about something, Sammy. This is becoming a little bit of a soapbox segment, which it probably shouldn't. But I've got a, I have a problem here. I know there's been a bit said about Sydney races not jumping on time for some time, and we all know why because it helps bump up the, the uh, wagering. Would I be right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. But what really annoyed me last week was I was watching a couple of these races, and the horses are still going to the barriers in Sydney, and we've got up on the on the clock on the side there. 30 seconds to start time, okay? <laughs> so there's no hope they're going to run on time. But what happened in two of those races that horses threw a plate and they had to be shod, reshod behind what about, the barracks? What about when they backed all the horses out? And they backed out? them out. They backed all the horses out. I, I was I was watching this and I was going, really? Is this, is this what we're doing now? Yeah, it is. So this horse has to have a plate knocked back on. And so we're going to back all the horses out. Yep. And then put the plate on. And then put them back in. And then put them all back in. Yeah. Wow. 
It was yeah. I, I must say, I was uh, I was very surprised by that. And then and that screws everyone else's schedule up for the rest of the day. Exactly. I mean, we had a Brisbane race which no one saw. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. It wasn't Sky on any two. of the channels. Well, uh, didn't even go to Sky Two. Didn't even on, go to Sky Two. It was on nothing. How bad, man! We yeah. didn't even see it. I was surprised they jumped. Usually they they wait, but I mean Sydney's running, so why should you wait? Yeah. I mean we know that it should have been bumped to Sky Two, the Sydney race, but that's never going to happen. Well, well, it's uh, yeah. yeah, and I wasn't I've, happy about I've it. said it before uh, many times that it's it's very damaging. It's very damaging for. For horse racing as a whole, what what is going on, and and uh, you know, in the big picture, in in time, in the big picture down the track, when you know, we'll, we'll really suffer. That the sport will really suffer for for what Shooting is going on now. Foot. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, years ago we had less races we could jump on time. Now yeah. we've got such a busy schedule, you can't afford to be a couple of minutes late. Yeah. And purposefully being late, and then having this happen behind the gates. I yeah. mean, it, it's just ridiculous. It's like having races run every 20 minutes and then not expecting to have a protest in any of them. <laughs> anyway, that's my uh, that's my gripe for the week. Uh, we're going to chat to Jimmy Orman very shortly. Now, Fantastic. we spoke to Jimmy before he jetted off to the UAE. Didn't he have some success there, Sammy? Javalali Jimmy, they were calling him. <laughs> Five winners in a day. And, and they uh, won the last week as well. Yeah. Well yeah. done to uh, well done to Michael Costa. Uh, yeah. His, his team... He's doing a super job over there, and uh, yeah, and great that he he um, sought Jimmy out to, to go over there, and and uh, Jimmy and Heidi they looked like looking on their their pictures on social media. They had a fantastic time, but also it's such a, a great thing that uh, Jimmy could go over and and yeah, bang out five winners in a day, and then back it up a, a week later with winners yeah. again. And uh, yeah, he's a He's a great talent and uh, and a fantastic guy. Yeah, he certainly is. He'll be joining us very shortly. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And I can tell you we raced at Ipswich today, but tomorrow we will race at a course at the Sunshine Coast. As we said, kicking off the Summer Carnival. We also race at the Gold Coast on the Poly Track. A couple of weeks to go, and then we're back on the grass, of course. Uh, we race at Roma is a tab meeting tomorrow. It's a Roma Cup on the sand, fifty thousand dollar race. Uh, we also race at the or in the Twilight Zone at Toowoomba tomorrow night. Townsville is our meeting on Sunday. It's the Amateurs Cup at Townsville. A couple of Country Cups uh, tomorrow. Julia Creek on the dirt and Mount wow. Perry. Yeah, there's a couple of once a year, as I would suggest. So Julia Creek and Mount Perry. If you're in those areas, head out, support the local community, and have a great day at the races. You like that song, Sam? Yeah, I like. Oh, I love my Coldplay. favorite song. They're, so they're in Perth at the moment. Too. There is what I mean. I can't see myself going to that many concerts, but that is a concert I would actually go to. Yeah, I'm, I've been to a few Coldplay concerts. Have you? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're outstanding. They're they outstanding. Are. Yeah, I do like yeah. that song. Uh, now, someone who's been uh, in paradise of late is uh, Jimmy Orman. He's been riding up a storm. I don't know if Jebel Ali's paradise or UAE's paradise, but uh, it was certainly paradise for Jimmy. And Jimmy joins us live from the sauna. Jimmy, well done. Congratulations on a great trip away. A very quick one, but a very successful one. Yeah, thanks, guys. And that was awesome. Had a great time. Jimmy, uh, I, I, I think, uh, well, obviously, I, I said uh, in, in the opener to Chris Nelson that uh, it was great 
uh, that Michael Costa uh, sought you out to, to head over there, and I'm sure uh, it was such a great experience. But just before we, we get to your experience, uh, Michael Costa himself, he he's flying over there. He had a great season uh, last year, and, and uh, he started this one with a bang. Yeah, he's um, he's going super over there. He's only going to get better too, I think, as he sort of settles into um, to it all. And he, you know, he took over a stable full of horses when he first got there, and um, he said he he got had to get rid of a few, and he's gone and bought new horses, and he's he's obviously bought the the right horses because you can see the ones um, a couple of those two year olds that I won on um, were fresh horses that he he picked, so. Yeah, he obviously has got a good eye for him and he knows what he needs for there. He went over to Keeneland and bought horses. So, yeah, he's um, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with there, that's for sure. Uh, Jimmy, what about uh, just to, to explain to the listeners what it's like over there? Uh, it's, well, you fly into the desert and then there's just this city that is just oozing with wealth, isn't it? It's, like, quite amazing that uh, the wealth that is yeah. there. Yeah, it's it, it, you're right there, Sammy. It's um everything's sort of done. It everything's done sort of uh, without any expenses spared. That's for sure. Like it's all done um, perfect. It's yeah, it's a massive city with um yeah, just everything's um pretty cool there. That's for sure. But um the racing's good as well and um. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about it was it was a bit hot, but um, luckily it, uh, we got there. It was a lot cooler than what it can be. So, yeah, it was a great experience, that's for sure. But you're right, just ooze as well. There's no doubt about that. And when it comes to riding and prize money, is the prize money uh, higher than it is here? Oh, there, yeah, there is prize money, isn't there? There's no betting, but there's prize money. Is that correct? No, yeah, there's prize money. The prize money at Maydan was better than... Probably Doombin on a sad day, but Jeb, Jebel Ali was um, probably like Ipswich on a Friday. You know what I mean? It was um, a little bit less, but they don't really race for the money over there. They're just racing for the. Um, well, they no, I should say I shouldn't say that. They they are racing for the money, but their main priority is winning. And and just Michael Costa accolades of winning. Yeah, and Michael Costa, how many horses would he have in his stable, Jimmy? He's got about eighty-two in work. I think wow. he said. So he's got a big operation. Um, and yeah. back just back to prize money, as the season goes through, I think the prize money goes up more. And obviously they've got their Dubai World Cup Carnival, which is the richest, one of the richest races around. So. And would yeah. you uh, would you would you look at going going back there for for a season, or would that could that opportunity be a possibility down the track? Yeah, down the track, you never know. I would never say never, but um, obviously you'd have to get a, um, a decent sort of retainer to make it worthwhile. But, um, yeah, it'd be something I'd look at, but obviously we love it here as well in Brisbane, so it's a hard sort of thing to make it. So you've got Je- Jebel Ali and Maidan are the two main tracks you'd ride at. They've got always got six thoroughbreds and then there's one Arabian race. And then the other tracks, Elaine, Sharjah, and Abu Dhabi have got five Arabian purebred Arabian races and only one thoroughbred race. But so they're, I don't know if you've seen Arabians before, but they're not the yeah. they don't look the nicest to ride. I got put down. They're horrible. They're, 
They're so, horrible uh, things. Yeah. I, I thought, I'm here on holiday. I'm, there's no way I'm riding them, so I got off them. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Your uh, feet have nearly it, touched the ground on them too. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But they, I'll put it on the bucket list. I'll ride one one day. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit different, you know, with the – with the Arabian, you know, those other three tracks are mainly focusing on Arabian racing, but um, obviously you can still, there's still plenty of thoroughbreds, but, um, and what's funny is some of the, most of the Arabian races are worth more than the thoroughbreds, so that's, wow. um, that was a bit of an eye too, but um, yeah. That, 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 that would sway me, that, that, that would sway me. If I was going around for more money, I'd drive <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I was thinking too. You mentioned Michael went to Keeneland, obviously, and bought there. Has he got an open checkbook, pretty much? Uh, I didn't really ask that, but I'd, Impressions? I'd say he's got a bit to spend, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The horses he bought are nice, good quality horses who will measure up over the carnival, I reckon. There's oh, one horse on I won there. I know it was only Deb Harley and not much money, but I think it was my first and second winner, and um, both of them are really nice horses that will progress on nice. I think he paid a couple hundred thousand each for them in Keeneland, so they're both nice horses. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on them, that's for sure. And little, the horse little... I won on at Maydan... Sorry. No, you can't. Yeah, the horse I won on at Maydan, um, I'm not sure what they paid for it, but it, it won up first up over a mile and it won well, so I think it's got a bright future too. So it was... Uh... Little, little, little bit different. The, the extreme opposite of uh, fronting up to Gatton. <laughs> yeah, that's it. When you you go into the jockey's room in Maydown, there's a restaurant in there and everything. So oh. that's pretty, pretty cool. So definitely uh, not that I could sit down in the restaurant and eat, but no. um, yeah, definitely a little bit different to um, Gatton, but and all these sort of places, and they go out of their way to look after you over there too. That's for sure. But um. Yeah, it's a pretty cool place, and Jebel Ali was a massive eye-opener. It's like a, it's a track sort of on situated on 600 acres, and um, you literally leave the track, and then you're back into high-rises and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It looks like it's in the middle of the desert, which it kind of is, but it's not because you you go across the road and you're back into, you know, high-rises and that sort of thing. So. Um, but yeah, it's a. They've made the track a bit like a European style track with the long straight and the um, uphill and downhill runs. Now, uh, obviously, well, my question is: When you came home at the airport, did you have to pay excess baggage fee? Because I'm sure you brought back more than you went with. Because you did take your wife with you, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, hi, Tom. We, we, um, oh, we're on a budget. We're paying for some fencing here at home, so. But um, no, nah, we bought we bought <laughs> a bit of, bit of stuff. We had a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we got, did you, we got did some you stuff get, mainly for the kids. So. Did you get to the gold souk? Did you buy any gold? Uh, we no, we didn't get any gold. But I did have a we did have a little look at that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. What's the gold souk? It's like a market, just is it? all gold. Really? Like, so market so you just go gold. from yeah. you just go from one store to the next. It's but everything all, it's all gold. Like what sort of things gold, are we gold talking? Gold necklaces, gold, gold, anything. You, anything. Okay. You, you could go in there and just go, I want gold this. And they'd go, yeah, we've got that. No worries. Really? Go down here. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, it's just, um, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's. That's a pretty cool place. Um, 
it's an eye opener. That's for sure. They got we went skiing there, which which was pretty. I thought was pretty cool to be able to do that in Dubai. And um, the restaurants were amazing. Had some amazing dinners there, and did a desert safari, which was pretty cool. So yeah, it was a good. Whilst it was a working holiday, it was a good little holiday too, because I only had to sort of ride three days, and the rest we were doing tourist things. So it was cool. I remember going to the beach and getting in the water, and I was there when it was really hot, and and uh, well, the first time was really really hot, and uh, I remember going to the beach and getting in the water, and it was like getting in a hot bath. Yeah. I was I was like, what? <laughs> this so, is, this not is overly crazy. refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, now we better uh, touch on a couple of rides at the sunny coast tomorrow. I won't go through all of them, but uh, some of the main ones you're riding freedom rally for Tony in race number six, very promising, but uh, I don't even know if this one's going to start. You might know more from that wide gate. As far as I know, uh, he is starting. Yeah. So I think we're coming into 12 already. Not the ideal situation, but at Sunshine Coast, it's, it's not the end of the world, I suppose, with the rail through. But he's he's definitely my best ride for the day. So, yeah, I, I kind of hope he does start. But, um, yeah, just need a little bit of luck from the gate, that's all. But, um, like I said, Sunshine Coast, it's not the worst area. Race number eight, the Mooloolabar Cup. I reckon this can win, Shibley. Yeah, I think so too. Coming back from Sydney, obviously, which the favourites have to, have to do as well. But has been racing well. Um, obviously, I won a, won the mile race on it at um, Eagle Farm, and we're drawn well. I think we get a good run from that gate, and yeah, I reckon um, probably probably my next best for the day actually, and be nice to drag a feature for the day. Well, this one mightn't be your best in the Swiss Ace Plate Race 9 Depot, but I think it's the one you'll be under the most pressure <laughs> to ride well because your wife Heidi, I think, is a part owner of this one. Is that right? Um, my my wife's sister is a part okay. owner, I think, Taylor. Well, that's even worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother-in-law's horse. He's a nice horse, Depot. He, um, he's a really nice horse. He, um, he's drawn tricky, but it's... It's a thousand metres with the rail through, so it shouldn't be. It shouldn't matter too much. It's obviously a good race with Prince of Boom. Mm. Uh, there's some speed horses in it, you know. But Boothstyle, obviously, they're gonna they're gonna run along at a, a frantic tempo. But if they go quick. We'll be um, storming over the top. I think this fella's got. Uh, is going to prove moving forward as well. Um, he's it's going to be better at the 1200, but it's a good kick off for him. And the last, race number 10, I had a good lick at this the other day, Femme Fatale. Uh, this was a great win. I reckon it can win again. It's not a bad race, this, though, is it? It's got good depth to a it. A lot of pace in this race. Yeah, the, the barrier is a major concern there. And I, But like I said, it's a 1,000. Um, but party for two, won well the other day. It's a pretty good race. I, I did speak to Kelly before, and he's probably looking towards scratching, though, so... Um, okay. There's a race for for her next Thursday, which will suit. I know it's only an Ipswich, but to get the cutest money, it'd be 30 for the winner with the cutest. But um, look, if it runs tomorrow, it's still a chance. But it just it's on the with that barrier um, just makes it a bit tricky. That's all. And I think that party for two looks hard to beat. But you never know. If he, if he decides to run, it's a chance. That's for sure. 
And the positive there is it's got 55 kilos and it's your lightest ride, so scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, I'm plucking a kilo on, on her, but, um, yeah, it's a uh, long, long, long time to sit around waiting for a drink, but, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what Kel does in the morning. We'll see what Kel does in the morning. Jimmy, thanks for your time. Great job over in uh, in the UAE. You did a terrific job. You rode uh, five winners in a day. That's that's amazing, and six overall. So, congratulations. So uh, we knew you'd do well, and you certainly did. And we're looking forward to uh, what you can produce during the uh, summer carnival. Plenty of winners coming up, no doubt. Yeah, let's hope so. Can't wait. It's awesome to do Thank that. Thank you for having me on. Thank no worries. Pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Jimmy Orman joining us there, as he often does. Sammy, and he obviously enjoyed himself uh, over there in the UAE. I think it'd be, I haven't been there, so it sounds like a great place to go. Yeah, it's 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 very uh, it's very different, I suppose, because, you know, uh, it's it's not old, Dubai, no. you know. It's it's everything is brand new. new. Every, everything is brand new, and, you know, they, they – um, I don't know how long ago it was that that Sheikh Mohammed had this vision of making it a tourist destination, and and then they just everything is just so grand and and flash, you know. And every it doesn't matter which way you go, it's a, it's a pretty amazing place, yeah. And and it uh, it'd be a real real uh, eye opener for for a lad from Gatton, I'm sure. It would certainly have been. <laughs> All right, we'll go for a break. We'll come back from the break, and we'll have a chat to Ian Brown from the Gold Coast Turf Club. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Sausage time, Sammy. Sausage time, Sammy. Sausages. Wouldn't be Kelly saying that, would you? Sausages. Okay, now uh, I've got one from last week, and I'm a little bit reluctant to put this one in because he is a horse that I've been tipping freely of late, and he hasn't been running really bad races, but he's just not winning. And his name is Montebu. Oh, yeah. Says Montebot. If you're a bogan like me, you'd call it Montebot. Right. But it's Montebu, which is a, pa- a place, of course, in France. So he's not winning races, and he had every chance, I thought, last week, and he didn't even run a place. But his last couple prior were quite good, but I've had enough of him. So he's off to be a sausage. Well, I've got one for you that, and not that I back this horse because I'm not a fan of him, but uh, I did, I did get a a solid tip for this horse uh, going into the Queen Elizabeth last Saturday, mm-hmm. and I said, nah, not for me. It'll get beat. Duke de Cessa, he is a beauty. That horse, <coughs> absolute beauty. Sausage of the highest. Yeah, okay. it's. Uh, well, I think he's. I think he's yet to win in Australia. The Duke, and you know what? He just—it just doesn't happen for him. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pot Duke to Cessa. No wonder bookies do well. Yeah, with some of these horses going. I around. actually heard some of the bookmakers saying, uh, "Oh, they didn't have such a good week." And, well, they got a problem if and, that was the case. And I'm thinking to myself, "Really? Oh, how many favourites won? Only about four, wasn't it? Like, surely they cleaned up Melbourne mm. Cup week. Surely." All right, so Duke de Cessa and Montebu go into the sausage file for this week.
You like that one, Sammy? Yeah, that's good for me. Europe. It's good. Back to the 80s, 90s, a bit of, uh, I don't know if it's heavy metal, glam metal. What were they called? Yeah. They had the long hair and everything then, didn't they? Yeah. They don't get any of that music any. Those bands are a thing of the past. No. Europe, Bon Jovi, all those um, Death Leopards, they're gone. I think our next guest. Oh, he was a big, big fan. He was a big Bon Jovi fan. He was a fan, big fan of that era of music. <laughs> and I talk about Ian Brown from the Gold Coast Turf Club. Brownie, is this true? I think you've got my age wrong there, boys. And it's a little <laughs> bit later than that. Maybe it's all. Yeah, but it's on Nirvana. You can watch it on Pearl Jam, Silverchair. All that you can, don't tell me you haven't seen that stuff. I mean, it's on Foxtel. You've seen it on the music stations. You know it exists. You've got to have a liking for it, surely. I, I know of it, Chris, but as I said, it predates my age a little bit. Ah, <laughs> oh, turn it up. Right. i tell you what. Now, I played that song, Final <laughs> Countdown, for the reason that we've had a really long countdown to get back on the grass track at the Gold Coast. And we are nearly there. What are we? Uh, 9th of December. So we're only, what, three weeks away? Yep, that's right, gents. Saturday 9th of December. We're back on the grass at the Gold Coast. So really, uh, really pleased to be able to get back on the grass. It's obviously been a long haul. And the poly track um, has served us well from a club's point of view. It's allowed us to remain operational over the last 12 months. Um, but yeah, obviously everyone wants to get back on the grass and it's shaping up really well. I think the poly track, as you say, it has served a purpose and it's been terrific because I mean, if you weren't able to race there for near on a year, uh, I mean, those, when there'd be so many people out of work, uh, trainers, jockeys, everyone involved would just have, have no income. So it's been a, it's served its purpose. It's done a really good job. I think the poly track, great idea to do, to do it that way was very, very smart. Yeah, that was always the intention, uh, obviously, so the club could remain operational during that period, but we've also got about 500 horses that work here six mornings a week. So to ensure those horses were able to keep working, um, that's the path we've had to go down. And from a from a training perspective, uh, the track's performing really, really well for us. I think you can see there's been a few winners coming, which is, which is pleasing to see. Yeah. I just might want to move to one side. I don't know if you've got 5G down on the Gold Coast as yet, but um, you could just move to one side there. You're just breaking up a little bit. Uh. Uh, Brownie, uh, I saw some uh, footage of the horses uh, coming up the, the straight uh, in the trial the other morning, and uh, I thought, gee, it's, uh, you know, they, they don't look to be um, chewing the grass up, or there didn't seem to be any kickback. So, you know, it's obviously had a really a, a good, good time to, to settle in and, and consolidate. Yeah, that's right, Sammy. The first grass went down in May, uh, late May, and the last piece of grass went down in early August. So it's had a solid four months to grow in. Um, we had some gallops on it about two weeks ago and then some more gallops on it last week and some jump outs just on Wednesday. And the feedback from all of the jockeys has been nothing but positive. So um, they really enjoy the, the cover. Um, a couple of them have said it's like riding on carpet. And um, they've also really enjoyed the new cambers we've got here around the turns. We've lifted them to 4% and um, some really positive feedback on that. Uh, the lack of rain, has that been an issue? Look, it, it certainly wasn't helping us, but we've we got 100 mil um, over two days in the last probably 10 days. Um, and as a result of that, the track's really leaped up out of the ground. We got 65 mil, I think, on a Sunday about a fortnight ago, and then another yeah. 40 mil um, on a Friday about a week ago. Well, hopefully a little bit tonight, too, if the uh, if one of these three days of promised it, storms turns, turns up. up we, I mean, we they've, been, they've yeah. been saying it for two days. I oh, know. It's, it's going to come in. 
It's uh, it just doesn't show up, Chris. And, no, it doesn't show up. And what sort of a crowd are you expecting on the 9th of December? I'm sure there'll be uh, plenty of uh, people keen to get there. Yeah, look, I anticipate we'll probably have about two and a half and three thousand out here. That's been a pretty standard crowd for us, even with the poly racing over the last 12 months. Yep. But yeah, I think there'll be a few people, a few dignitaries might want to come down and see the horses go over the grass for the first time. So yeah, we're, we're really excited about it. But everything's telling us that it's it's all going well, and this is just a, a final tick over before we head to January. Uh, dignitaries, Sammy and I, is that what you meant by that? I don't think oh, you've always got that. a standing invitation, you boys. I don't <laughs> think we'd fit in that category, but we'll turn up. We'll now, definitely turn can up. Can we bring our uh, golf clubs? Because it has been said that the course looks like um, a golf course. The race course looks more like a golf course. So I can imagine it'd be great to hit a couple of wedges off it. <laughs> Just not sure about your swing there, Chris. I've seen it in action before. I might take a, a few too many divots out of the track. <laughs> I'll do it around the back straight. No one will see me, I promise. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, good. <laughs> Brownie, thanks for joining us. Uh, we are seriously looking forward to getting back on the grass on the 9th of December. Uh, the track, everything I've seen looks fantastic. To, to all you guys down there, you've done a tremendous job. It's fantastic. So can't wait to see it all back in action. Uh, thanks, fellas. Appreciate the support. No, any time. Uh, well deserved. Done a great job. Ian Brown joining us there from the Gold Coast Turf Club. He is, of course, the racing manager and does a terrific job down there. Sammy? Yeah, looking forward to, to getting back to the Gold Coast on the grass, and it'll be just good to have that meeting, uh, obviously. Out of the way. Yeah get, yeah, get it out of the way, and then uh, and then it's full steam ahead to uh, the Magic Millions, which will, uh, we'll, as we've seen in recent years, just keeps getting bigger and better. Oh, yeah, prize money's off the charts. Uh, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, we haven't got any tips from Gibbo. I did say to Gibbo that uh, we'd give him the week off because we were talking to Brownie, but could he send through his tips? And uh, my phone has nothing on it from him. So no result. See that? Nothing there, not a thing. So it's just you, myself, and our South Australian tips, and you can lead the way, Sammy. Uh, Toowoomba, race one, number four, Union Spirit. Uh, I really like chasing Jack Oh, I like it too. It's going around today. So I will go race one, number four, yep. Union Spirit. The Sunny Coast, race two, number five, Rising Pacific. Oh, yeah. Is this one of yours? Yep, I think this is. is one of yours. Yep. Yeah, I It thought, wins again. Uh, when I found it, I thought, I think Chris Nelson's tipped this horse. And you know what you could do there? You could take a little multi because there's a horse going around in race one called Barbie's Sister. Yeah. Really well named ah, because it's a sister Barbie. to Outback Barbie. Ah, yeah. And it can go. A lot of work too, went into that name. They say, they say it can gallop a bit. It won a trial at Deegan over 650 by seven lengths. Okay. And it trotted in. So, That's good effort. Yeah. Uh, a little multi there. I think about a dollar seventy into about $2.50 just to kick off your day. Good stuff. Barbie's uh, sister into Rising Pacific. Keep going. Poor Feld, uh, I am going race six, number two, Brave Mead for Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace. Mark Zara on board. Gee, looks a nice horse, this horse. And I, I think uh, it'll be winning. And... The last, I'm just look. I'm just a fan of her. She dances. Race ten, number two. She dances for Linda Meach. Uh, she rides this horse very well, and uh, it's won its last two. Won the Northwood Plume at Caulfield. It uh, and then won the Chautauqua at Mooney Valley, and I think it'll be winning here. So, she dances. Race ten, number two. She dances. Alrighty, I'm going Prince of Boom. At the sunny coast in the Swiss Ace Plate, race nine, number nine. I think Mass Destruction can run a race in that Freedom Rally race. Tony Golan's got a good hand there. He's also got Count of Beans. I was looking at some track work times 
Sammy, pretty impressive count to Beans last 200 this week. So just keep an eye on him. But I'm going mass destruction each way. Race six, number eight. Uh, Ocean Treaty for me in the Malula Bar Cup. Race eight, number 11 each way. And I think Defiant Spirit can run well in the last race. That's race 10, number five. All that speed in the last race might just set it up for something off speed. And our good mate Pug Maloney might be the one that can get through on Defiant Spirit late. Race 10, number five. Five and good I'll to see him back in Queensland. As you're riding well too. Yeah. And uh, Newcastle race nine, Hunter Day at Newcastle tomorrow. Sam, can you get behind that? Hunter Day. Hunter. One oh, million dollar the Hunter. Oh wow. Yeah. Gee, there's lots, lots of million, million dollar races, isn't it? There millions might come a time millions. in uh, New South Wales where just your midweek is worth a million. <laughs> millions. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with race nine, number 11, Tavi Time, who was very unlucky first up on the Kensington track. Now, South Australian tips at Morfordville. Uh, we're having race one, number three, On Français, the win. Race two, number three, Midnight Mass each way. Race five, number one, Grinzinger Prince, the win. Race six, number two, Morty each way. And race nine, number four, All Beans each way. And if you want to follow those tips, you go to Twitter at South underscore tips. Race one, number three, race two, number three. Race five, number one. Race six, number two. Race nine, number four. He is a very, very astute judge. Shout out to my good mate, Andrew Lewis from the Emerald Hotel. It is his birthday Happy today. Happy birthday. He's looking a treat, I reckon, for 58. Andrew, well done and have a winning weekend. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on The Pundas, mate, on this Friday. Look forward to catching up with you same time, same place next week on SEN Track. Good luck, punters.